Cooper's former chief security officer is being criminally charged in federal court for not disclosing their 2016 data breach. This case could set a precedent where executives may be held personally liable for decisions regarding whether or not to disclose if you do suffer a breach. The case is also important because it illustrates a couple of important current trends relating to cyber extortion and theft of application keys. Now, this wasn't Uber's first major breach, correct, Matt? That is correct. In 2014, Uber got caught with 100,000 uh, pieces of information on Uber drivers stored in an Amazon S3 bucket. One of Uber's developers accidentally uploaded source code to a public GitHub repository containing access keys to that S3 bucket. A hacker was able to access those keys and download those 100,000 driver records. And they contain things like social security numbers, names, addresses, and a ton of other personal information. Nine months later, Uber admitted to the data breach and notified the people affected by it, and then reported it to the FTC, who then began an investigation into the incident. This is where Joseph Sullivan comes in. Joe Sullivan was hired to be Uber's first chief security officer. He oversaw changes to Uber's program after the first breach, and during the FTC investigations, he provided information, updates, and ultimately sworn testimony that said Uber had dramatically improved its cybersecurity and privacy practices so that a breach like this could never happen again. Unfortunately, just 10 days after his sworn testimony in November of 2016, Uber got an email from hackers calling themselves John Doe. The hackers said they had discovered a vulnerability in fact, they had stolen credentials and broken into Uber's private GitHub repository where they found, surprise, Amazon S3 keys. Sound familiar? From there, they downloaded sensitive information from Uber's Amazon S3 bucket containing 57 million customers' information and 600,000 driver records. They leveraged this to extort hush money from Uber. So major point, the same thing had just happened again. Uber's team said after the 2014 breach that they had a task to rotate the keys that were available for access to these S3 buckets, but hadn't really gotten to it at that point. This is a trend that we're also seeing in the overall cybersecurity world. Criminals are increasingly going after application keys, OAuth keys, application tokens, and other ways to access sensitive data on the back end of these systems. We saw this in the Capital One breach, where an attacker was able to gain access to tons of sensitive information by accessing those specific S3 keys. Now, Uber is not alone in the struggle with maintaining application keys and maintaining the security behind these. In fact, it's a problem that we see coming up in multiple instances and across multiple organizations. It just underscores the importance of keeping those keys secure, keeping them rotated, even though it is a lot of work that does need to be budgeted for. Back to our story. The hackers demanded a payment to keep quiet. Sullivan agreed. They treated it as a bug bounty, even though the hackers had completely violated the terms of the bug bounty program. And then Uber made a payment of $100,000 through HackerOne. It was way more than Uber had ever paid before as a bug bounty. In exchange, the hackers signed an NDA and promised that they had deleted the stolen information. Uh, but the hackers signed the NDA using fake names, which Sullivan knew. And the NDA also contained false information where the hackers stated that they had not stolen any data from Uber. The hackers went on to hack other companies in much the same way that they went after Uber and hold those companies for ransom as well. Now, if Uber had instead reported the hackers, they probably never would have gone on to hack other companies and hold them for ransom too. This is an important point that the US government is making in their case against Sullivan. 
Eventually, the hackers were arrested for extorting another company. They pled guilty and also admitted to hacking Uber. In interviews, the hackers said that even though they promised they had deleted the data, they had actually shared it as well with a third person, and they had no idea what that third person did with the stolen information. All of this is to say you can't trust hackers. Right now, exposure extortion is a huge trend. Many organizations find themselves being held for ransom, and criminals promise that if you pay them, they will delete the stolen information. Unfortunately, we have some hackers right here who were arrested and admitted to the fact that they actually shared information with third parties, even though they promised they had deleted it. So don't trust criminals. Uber never disclosed this breach to the FTC, who at that point was still in the process of coming up with a settlement for their 2014 breach. This was a major skeleton in Uber's closet. So how was this discovered? Well, in 2017, Uber went through a change of leadership and the $100,000 bug bounty payment was discovered in an audit of the company's finances. New leadership asked for an explanation for this, which Sullivan gave, but he left out some really key details about the true scope of the breach and how far it actually went. After leadership kind of came to the conclusion that there had been some kind of a cover up here, they fired Sullivan and another attorney that had been working with him on this case and then released a public statement alerting them now that there had been a data breach. Since then, Uber has suffered a huge amount of damage and litigation because of this failure to disclose, uh, probably a lot more than if they had just admitted to the breach in the first place. And on top of that, their CSO has been criminally charged. So one really important point here is that Uber does not appear to have consulted with outside counsel at any point, at least there's no reference to this. And that when we say outside counsel, we mean an attorney that specializes in handling data breaches. If they had, that might have saved their bacon. Experienced data breach attorneys can help you determine the right course of action legally and also help to shift this liability away from internal executives because you are relying on that, again, experienced outside person. So what are our key takeaways from the Uber breach? Well, number one, consult with outside counsel when you think you may have experienced a potential breach. That can dramatically reduce your risk and your liability. Number two, be transparent. If you're not sure with what to do, it's better to be open and honest about it than have a major skeleton in your closet like this. Number three, secure those application tokens and keys. Take an inventory and make sure you're budgeting time to properly manage these. Time is not the fanciest cybersecurity tool, but it is one of the most important. And number four, finally, don't trust criminals. This should kind of go without saying, but you have no way of verifying if a criminal who's stolen your data has actually deleted it and isn't going to come back later on down the road threatening to expose you again for another ransom payout. We are Matt and Sherry with LMG Security. Make sure to like and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at LMG Security.